The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Welcome back to the Main Street Dish, where we're dishing on all things Disney food and drinks from pavilions to Pandora, Hollywood Boulevard to Main Street, USA. On this episode, we're dishing on all things moderate resort lounges. We're going to break down our favorite locations, what to order, where to find live music, and why you shouldn't skip the food. I'm Colin. I am Bella, and together we are Millennials on Main Street. And I am Bethany Vinton, and this is the Main Street Dish. All right, we're back to drinking episodes. Yay! <laughs> we ha- well, How I fun. Mean, we had a bonus episode about Disney Cruise Line drinking, but not like drinking in the parks. Yes. Uh, but today we're drinking in resorts. Yes. Drinking and eating. In, yes, I'll, yes, both. Uh, but I think resort hopping and the whole aspect of resort dining and food is a whole other level of Disney parks, food and drink. You know, there's the parks and then there's the resorts. And then there's the resorts. I agree. Completely, yes. it's next level. And this is what I think sets Disney World apart from Disneyland is because I think Disney thrives on really good resorts and resort dining, all of that jazz. And that's where Disneyland lacks. So this is why I feel Disney World is superior. One of the reasons, at least. Absolutely. I feel Disney World, you could be totally happy, or I could be totally happy not going into the parks. Amen. And hanging at resorts. But the other great thing about the resorts is, of course, we have different tiered resorts in Disney World. We have value Mm -hmm. resorts, moderate resorts, and deluxe resorts. But we can have a whole episode just on moderate resort lounges, yeah, which is pretty great. <laughs> it is. And I feel it's one of those things where people will listen to the, the intro and be like, do I want to listen to an entire thing about moderate resort lounges? But you do because they are so good and so vastly under talked about, like underrated, not talked about enough. It makes me sad. So I'm glad we're doing a whole episode to it because we were just going to do resort lounges. And then we started a deep dive into all the different resort lounges and thought, nope, we have to break it down into multiple episodes. We have to. Mm-hmm. And so let's talk about really quick just the moderate resorts. Yes. That we'll be going to. So we're going to be going to one of actually our all-time favorite resorts, period. Port Orleans, both French Quarter mm-hmm. and Riverside. Mm-hmm. We'll be at Caribbean Beach. We'll yep. be at Coronado. Yes. And a small, a small stop at the cabins at Fort Wilderness. The cabins are technically considered a moderate resort, and they have one little lounge there. Before we get into it, let's break down what a lounge is. Lounges are essentially Disney's fancy term for bars. However, I will say the lounges in Disney World have a good emphasis on food, too. They also are all child-friendly that are on this list today. So you can bring your kid any hours of any of these openings. And the other caveat for lounges is a lot of them don't open till later in the afternoon. There's some give and take, like... Banana Cabana that we'll talk about at Caribbean Beach opens early because it technically is the pool bar, but most of them don't. So definitely check the website or the My Disney Experience app for hours. But this is like an afternoon loungy type situation, but it is essentially a bar. Heavy emphasis on food, though, because we'll talk about a lot of food today. Yes, and a lot of them are correlated to restaurants as well. So you may be dining in a lounge, but you're going to get some amazing food from some of the amazing restaurants that it's kind of attached to. So Mm -hmm. don't sleep on the food. Let's start at our first moderate, which is Caribbean Beach. Yes. One of my favorites because it's on the Skyliner. So this is a great one for people that aren't staying here. It's easy to access because it also has its own Skyliner stop. Yes. Yes. And I feel like, I feel like this resort had quite a glow up recently. I mean, Mm -hmm. especially with the addition of the Skyliner station but also with the addition of the riviera which is on the same resort loop yes walking path so this resort is an incredible moderate resort it has so many amazing amenities for being a moderate and i think the lounges here are on par with that yeah the bit one being banana cabana which is adjacent to the pool and it's right next to sebastian's bistro which is my favorite hidden gem we do have a reservation there for september i'm bringing colin and bella they better love it (laughs) <laughs> it, it will. It, 
build your own old fashioned. Yes. In love already. I don't even need Done. to eat anything. I'm already there. <laughs> exactly. So Banana Cabana though is technically the pool bar. However, it has a really nice loungy area. They have really comfy seats. They have tables. They have it all. And the food there is also phenomenal. So it's one of my favorite stops. It's also on the Skyliner bar crawl because duh. But Banana Cabana, very overlooked. I loved this place when I stayed at Caribbean Beach last time. We have not had the pleasure. Mm -mm. We have only stayed at Caribbean Beach for one night before we went to the Riviera for the rest of our stay. And we didn't really explore the resort too much. I mean, we walked around, but I definitely, when we walked around, I was like, oh, this looks very cute. But we never have had it, uh, any of the drinks or anything. Yeah. No, we haven't. And I feel like it was a big missed opportunity on our part because yeah. I hear that, not to dive into food like too fast, but I hear that you can also get like one of the most incredible bread puddings You can. Here. Yes. I'm assuming it shares a kitchen with Sebastian's because that only makes sense. They're literally right next to each other. I've never confirmed that information, but there are some things that are on the menu at Sebastian's that you can get at Banana Cabana, which includes their pineapple coconut bread pudding, which I think has a superior flavor to the one over at Ohana. So we always talk about wow. like Tambu Lounge being the hack to get Ohana bread pudding. This is the hack to get the bread pudding from Sebastian's. Also, the other thing that's on the menu that is phenomenal, and I can't wait for you guys to try this, is the Caribbean pull-apart rolls. It comes with guava butter and onion jam. They are so good. They are bottomless when you're at Sebastian's. Oh. Um, however, not so much here, but for 12 bucks, you can get exactly what's served at Sebastian's. I've had another, a few other things on the menu. Their chili con queso is really good. Caribbean-style chili, pimento cheese, pico de gallo. And also, I love their loaded fries. They were Caribbean style that was unlike your typical loaded fries, but they're classic Disney fries, you know? I didn't know they had those, and I'm just looking at the menu, and I'm like, ooh, loaded fries. That sounds delicious. Yeah. Also, the jerk chicken wings sound amazing, too. Yes. But I'm a sucker for also, because it's served with a side of pickled vegetables. Done. Also, like, a sucker for that, too. Yeah. For sure. So but we're going to eat a lot here, okay? Yes. We'll stop there before we go to Sebastian's and get a few drinks, because the drinks there, too are definitely that Caribbean vibe, very heavy on the rum. A lot of the specialties on the menu are rum. I know it's one of the favorite stops of Disneyfy too. She loves Banana Cabana. Mm. Again, you can easily hop off the Skyliner. If you're really hot in Hollywood Studios, hop on the Skyliner, get off at Caribbean Beach. It's like maybe a five, 10 minute walk from the, like, from the Skyliner to the bar, but it's worth it if you just want to chill and relax and cool down after a hot day in studios. This hoist the colors, cruise in mango and guava runs. Yes, I was just reading that, and I was going through the whole going through the whole cocktail list, and it's very much giving me day at Serenity Bay vibes. Yes, you know what I mean. Like yes, total toes in the sand, beachy drink. Absolutely, sign me up. Which is great for vacation. Uh -huh. I always love a good tropical drink, uh -huh. and I will say these sound not to hate on the um, Polynesian bar. What what is that one? called the Trader outside Sam's? one. Nope. Trader Sam's Grog Grotto. Not to hate on that one, but these drinks sound better. Yes. Wow. I'm sending you guys a Just photo saying. of the fries right now because you need to look at how good they are. I can't wait. First off, it was like the largest platter of fries on the face of the planet. So I'm just saying this is a very oh, good stop. My God. <laughs> Aren't they beautiful? Yeah, I'm all about hard. that. Gorgeous. We're going. <laughs> we'll, po post, we'll post this. Yes. yes. You know, we'll just, that's our pregame before we go to Sebastian, so. Exactly. Before I load up on old fashions, yeah. Exactly. You have to have a good base for that, okay? <laughs> <laughs> but yes, Caribbean Beach should not be overlooked, not only for the lounge, but also for Sebastian's. I absolutely love it there. I brought people there multiple times after Discovery, and I was like, who wants to go to Sebastian's because it's my new favorite place, so. <laughs> And also, like wait. you said, it's in the same loop as Riviera. I have walked over to the Riviera from Caribbean Beach multiple times. It's so close. Oh, yeah. It's great. And I feel this was not to make excuses for ourselves, but this, I feel, is the reason that we haven't been. Yeah. Because generally, if we're in that area, we're going to Bar Riva, we're going to Prima Piatto, we're going to Topolino, yeah. like we're going to eat at the Riviera. And... That's probably why. Yes. Yeah. Actually, no, that's not probably why. That's definitely why. why we have not been. I think I posted this to my friends only story the first time I went to Sebastian's a couple of months ago. I think I went in April. 
And I was like, look, over there, it's Topolino's, where I'd rather be dining. It's a five-minute current wait right now. I could go to Topolino's, but instead I'm going to Sebastian's. And then I had Sebastian's, and I was like, oh, thank goodness <laughs> I didn't go. I've been sleeping right. on this one. Right. Overall, I think Caribbean Beach is definitely a hidden gem, in yes. my opinion. I think it was my least favorite moderate for so long, and now when I look at hotels... I'm like, oh, I could say a Caribbean beach, no problem. Yeah, I will say I could use the rooms being refurbished, though. All right, well, let's go. Let's move on then. Let's move on to Bethany's favorite moderate resort. Yes. Honestly, Coronado Springs. might even be my favorite resort, period. Wow. Which I feel people I... are like, why would you choose a deluxe resort? And for the price point that is Coronado Springs, <laughs> it's my favorite. Especially okay, the tower. Okay, okay, this was my question. Are you talking Coronado Springs Casitas, or are you talking specifically Grandestino? I like both. Obviously, I favor Grandestino, and we'll stay in that every time I can, because that opened in, what, 2019, I think it opened? Very yes. new. It is 100% a deluxe resort at a moderate price. It even has club Hands level. Down. It has club level. But yes. that resort in general, even if, if you haven't been, and we're going to go through, I think, two, two of the lounges mm -hmm. in there. Three. Um, two because oh uh, two in the tower in the tower actually in the tower and the tower itself is just is just gorgeous like bethany said it is the deluxe feel for the moderate price yeah and the lounges are no exception mm -hmm. so when you walk into the lobby you Which, kind of walk in it, it's gorgeous and it smells <laughs> it's incredible beautiful. it's like my favorite yes. smelling resort <laughs> it's just open and the whole back of the resort of the the lobby is just windows so the light comes in, there's a beautiful kind of like chandelier mm -hmm. hanging and it's just gorgeous. And the Barcelona lounge is actually down one level. And this is a great place to get coffee in yes. the morning. Yes. Because I will say candidly, we talked about lounges being open later in the afternoon. This lounge is open in the morning. Yeah. And it's a set of huge bar, a lot of seating down there. Yeah, they're a coffee bar in the morning. So if you're looking for coffee, which is why I think this elevates it so much, like elevates Coronado Springs, in my opinion, because in the morning, this is a straight coffee bar. You can walk up there, get whatever you want. They have spike coffee. So if that's your thing, that's your journey before heading to the parks. They have you covered. They have some good breakfast options as well. But I like that in the morning, you have your coffee options. And at night, then it turns into this great cocktail bar. Which is honestly why I sometimes like to stay at the Contemporary because they have the Joffreys in the lobby. Mm -hmm. And I really enjoy a nice latte or something in the morning. And sometimes you want it at your resort and not necessarily going into the park to get it. I need my coffee before I get into the park, personally. Also, I don't um, want to wait in that line at the park either. <laughs> yeah, no, so thank true. You. I know, no, exactly. Thank you. So this is, quite honestly, a hidden <clears throat> gem, I think, mm -hmm. for, for breakfast. Yeah, and the spiked coffees look absolutely amazing yes. i've never had them but just reading the descriptions of them like holy crap yeah the one the barraquito is espresso sweetened condensed milk foam milk lemon zest mm. and liqueur 43 i don't know what liqueur 43 is but i'll have it <laughs> I'll, take it. <laughs> I'll take it i'll have some thank you but honestly sweetened condensed milk in a coffee yeah with booze and lemon zest are you kidding me and they have cold brew and mm -hmm. cold brew, let's go. They have Joffrey's cold brew, right? Yes. Yeah. And uh, ice cold brew with sweet cream. They have a nitro cold brew, frozen cold brew mocha. So. Olay. Cafe con leche. Mm hmm. You can't go wrong. Uh, no. no, you can't. And so it is open in the morning from 6 30 to 2. And then it does close down for an hour. And then it opens back up at 3. Until my favorite way, because I love grabbing a cocktail down there. The lounge is so. It's since everything's so open, you can people watch like nobody's business there. It's the best place to people watch in the afternoons because everybody's like, checking in and there's just a lot of hustle and bustle without it being too loud. And it's my favorite spot. Plus, the olives, the marinated olives from there are like one of my favorite olives in Disney. Yeah, they wow. look amazing. I'm pretty sure they're the same ones as the ones that are up at uh, Toledo, which Toledo has good olives mm. as well, but... Yes, they do. So good. They have a build your own gin and tonic. Yes. Yes. How how did I not know this? <laughs> but this is the stop for the gin lover. Just yes. the, the tower in general. Yes. If you like gin, go now. Yeah. <laughs> I do like gin, so. 
Bella's packing her bags. Yeah. She's like, see you. You you could take care of Finn. I'm just gonna go down for the build your own gin and tonic, and I'll be back. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. I will say the lounge down there, if you're looking for like food, is not going to be your best stop. We're going to head up to Dahlia Lounge in a minute. Very much more tapas style, a lot more on the menu. This is grab a cocktail, a little, maybe a small bite, and chill in the lobby, and people watch. This is your spot then. Yeah, this is actually a great bar if you're waiting for your ring to be ready. Yes. You know, you could just go down there and get a drink, start your vacation off right, and then wait, <laughs> wait till your room is ready. Yes. I'm going to say they have little couches down there, and they're pretty comfy. Mm -hmm. You can even score a power nap in the middle of it, too. Yeah, and oh, there's yeah. chargers down there. Yeah. We've waited down there to get the Magical Tragical Express <laughs> when it was a thing. And we've, you know, charged our phones. It's it's great. Yeah. It's a nice little, it's a nice spot that if you don't walk down that way, you wouldn't know it's there because it's very much hidden back under where the welcome area is on the second floor. So you have to kind of actually go looking for it in this resort because otherwise you just kind of walk right past it if you're headed out to you know the other rooms that are out there or upstairs you'd miss it yeah yeah but it is definitely a nice hidden gem yes it is but even better honestly so much better is Dahlia Lounge. sorry it's is so Dahlia much Lounge. better yeah so you take the elevators up all the way to the top floor yep and this is on the opposite side of toledo so toledo is on your left and dahlia lounge is on your right and you'll walk out and they have a beautiful, like, outdoor, like, viewing deck. You can see Epcot in the distance Hollywood um, and Studios. Hollywood Studios. And um, Animal Kingdom. Mm -hmm. Yes. You, you can, can see, see great Everest, fireworks. Right? Yeah. Great fireworks. And it's just an, a, it's a great vibe up there. My gosh, they play such good, like, Spanish chill music. And they have delicious drinks up here, too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so and the first food. time we went there, I don't know if you remember this, but we flew in, we stayed at the tower. I don't remember what year it was. It was it had recently opened. Yes. And we were there for maybe two nights. Yeah. I think if that. And we flew in and we landed, got to the resort by like eleven, eleven thirty PM and we got there just to get got in there in time just for one drink. Yeah. And it was amazing. It was quiet. I think not a lot of people knew about it at that point. Yeah. Because it does get a little crowded. We've no. gone to dinner yeah. at Toledo and around then it was crowded. Mm -hmm. And that was around like probably between six and seven. So it was it was great. It was quiet. The bartenders were great. The drinks were delish. So Yeah. And they do have really nice seating out on that observation deck as well. I mean, it's pretty large. It's huge. It, it runs the entire length of the lounge, that outdoor area. So if you want a nice place with a view to grab an outdoor cocktail, that is a good spot to go to. Yeah. And I would probably add this to now, I would add this to a lounge that you would want a rope drop. Yes, I agree. Especially if you want that prime seating. Correct. And to sit outside is just so nice and so lovely. The staff there, every time I've been there, has been amazing. But this is the home to one of my favorite old fashions on property that I know Colin has not had. It is the S'mores Old Fashioned. And mm -hmm. it was a holiday special. But when I went in May, they still had it. Like, it wasn't on the menu. I asked about it. And they said they still had the ingredients. So they were more than happy to make it for me. And they made it for me in May. So, because a s'more is a summer treat, if we're being honest. It gives me camp oh, yes. vibes, you know? So absolutely, they should just keep that one on the menu all year round. But in addition to great cocktails, they also have great food because it is connected to Toledo. So there is plenty of tapas. There's probably like 10, easily 10 tapas on that menu that you can choose from. 10. <laughs> I'm very talented. Very talented. But I mean a little bit of everything. They have chicken wings. They have ham and cheese, tortillas. They have uh, shrimp. Croquetas, paprika chips, crispy artichokes, citrus poke shrimp cocktail, Spanish charcuterie, and artisanal cheeses. I mean, home run. Yes. <laughs> we'll take one of each. Thank you. <laughs> we'll will, take one of each. I will say, I definitely, for tapas, do favor Haleo in Disney Springs. But yes. the view from here makes this one almost better because... I agree. That that outdoor like area is just phenomenal. I agree. And it's a great spot, too, to watch the sunset or to hit the fireworks. Yes. Absolutely. And it will get crowded around firework time too because people will stand out, to, especially to watch Harmonious, that, like because that's the easily viewable one at this point. Not that Hollywood Studios is crazy with fireworks right now because they're not, but so many good options. Yep, this one opens at five, so set your alarms. <laughs> no, for real now. <laughs> do it, yeah, do it. Because it, it, is, it is hands down worth it. I think that's 
probably, I mean, definitely the top lounge in Coronado. Oh, yeah. Without a doubt. 100%. I actually think it might be the top lounge in our whole list. Oh, it definitely is. You think so? I think it is, too. Yeah. I'm with Bella on this one. I will go here all the time. And, you know, since we are talking about lounges and there's no reservations, how do you get to a resort that's, you know, how do you show up to roll to Coronado Springs and try to go to a lounge when you're not staying there? And... My advice is just always ask when you get to the gate because they mm-hmm. are becoming a lot more flexible about those types of situations now where if you're just like, oh, we're headed to Dahlia Lounge, most of the time they'll be like, no problem, go ahead. And so just ask. Yep. Or if you can lift. Or yeah, Uber. exactly. And usually they're just like dropping off and that's it. Yeah. Yep. Or, I mean, if you if you are really feeling paranoid and crazy about it, you can always go to Springs and take a resort bus. Yep, true. Or go to any park if you're close to a park and take a resort bus. Yep. And it's easy. There's really no questions when you get a lift to leave. Yes. <laughs> As you're leaving there, there's really never an issue. But if you are feeling a little like, oh, I don't know, uh, going, taking a resort bus from a park or Springs is a safe bet always. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm just saying. No or a minivan where... now. Yeah. Or a minivan. No matter where you're staying, it's always a good stop on the way back from Animal Kingdom because... Essentially, Always. every single, besides the all-star resorts and Animal Kingdom Lodge, every single resort, you pretty much have to pass Coronado Springs to go to. So, yep. same. Yes. And it is technically an Animal Kingdom resort. But add to your list. Don't sleep on it. Don't sleep on it. So there is one more place at Coronado Springs that's not in the tower. It's actually located in the resort, literally in the middle of the lake, <laughs> in the middle of the resort. And it's called Three Bridges. And though technically this is a restaurant, we have decided it's a lounge. No, yeah. <laughs> but for real, though. It's a lounge to us. But, but we, treat it, we treat it like a lounge. Yeah, um, I mean, every time I've gone there, I've gotten a few appetizers and drinks. Like, I have not gotten a full meal there. Same. No. Uh, but the reason I feel like it's loungy is because the hours. Yes. Right? It doesn't open till 5? 4.30 till 12 a.m. Those are the hours. The best- They're not restaurant-like at all. <laughs> Three bridges, you're drunk. You're a lounge. You're not a restaurant. <laughs> it also has a great lounge vibe. I mean, there's not really, there are like regular tables, but I remember sitting at couches. Everything's very casual in there. Yes. It's all open. Literally, you're connected to the resort by three bridges. Whoa. <laughs> and you're in the middle of the water and everything's open. So it is a beautiful spot to mm-hmm. sit and chill, but it is definitely giving total lounge vibes aside from the restaurant in the name. <laughs> exactly. My best friend stayed at Coronado on our last December trip, and we actually went up to Dahlia, and Dahlia closes before Three Bridges. So we had a cocktail at Dahlia, essentially got kicked out. It didn't really get kicked out. It just closed. And then yep. we made our way to Three Bridges and sat there. We were on couches and just staring at the water and the Grand Estino Tower. And like Colin said, it's all open air. The nighttime in Florida is always the best because when the sun sets, yep. it's not near as hot especially in December, and I had a sangria flight, and it was absolutely phenomenal. They definitely specialize in sangria over there, and they have Sangria University. We'll talk about that in a second, but all (laughs) the food there is also really good. I, again, like you guys, have not ordered an actual entree, but the pan con tomate is always my favorite anywhere I go, and it's pretty dang good there. We've gotten, um, don't they have chips and queso? Oh, we've gotten the chips and queso. We've also gotten the manchego cheese which is not quite as good as the one at Frontera, but it does come with chorizo, Mm -hmm, Um, mm -hmm. but just a delicious warm cheese to dip some chips into. And I'm just noticing now that they have a smoked feta Greek salad, Bethany. I know, we have to go now. We have to go now. (laughs) I saw that too. I was like, well, Barif is coming for some competition. Let's go, honestly. Yeah. Let's go, I'll take it. But they they do have the St. Gray University here, which I have never done. Bethany's done it, and actually my sister has done it actually just recently. Mm -hmm. But tell us about it. Yeah, Sangria University, it's a separate event. You book on My Disney Experience. I want to say it runs about $60 per person. It might be $70, somewhere in there. And it's on the weekends. You pre-book it, and essentially you learn the history of Sangria. You get to taste all four Sangrias, so that's the Sangria flight they actually have on the menu. And then you get to make your own sangria afterwards where they you pick out your ingredients and you get to mix it together. But it's just a really fun activity and a nice midday break from the parks. So even if you're like, well, maybe I don't want to go there for the lounge, I highly recommend going to Sangria University. It's not near as personal as, say, the tequila tasting over at La Cava because that's a small group. This is 
two separate groups of about 50 people. Like, they fill up the restaurant. But it is so much fun. And, I mean, who's mad about making their own sangria? No one. No one. Not me. It says that it's held on block. Saturdays and Sundays. Yes. Saturdays and Sundays at 1.30, I think. So you just yep. have to look online to book it on the My Disney Experience. And, and it says it's 50, $59. Okay. So it's 60 yep. bucks. Which, yep. to be frank, that flight of sangria is a little over $20. So you're getting a pretty good deal where you get chips and guac, the sangria flight. You get to make your own sangria, which you can upgrade some things. You don't have to. And you really learn a lot. Like, I learned that blue curacao is citrus flavored. I didn't know that. Oh. Wow. I actually, if someone asks me what it tasted like, I don't think I would ever be able to tell you. I would say blue. <laughs> Blue. Yeah, exactly. It'd be like blue. It's blue flavor. Like blue raspberry. You know, it's one of those things that's just like, it, it's just. But it's like color. grenadine because isn't grenadine <laughs> technically yeah. uh, pomegranate? Yeah, I, I doubt. I mean, I know it is. But it's like... pomegranate and orange. Yeah, see? <laughs> Mind blown. Mind blown. Totally. But Mind Sangria blown. University is fun. And for 59 bucks, it's a great way. We were in Epcot all day before that, sweating to death. And it was nice to come. There's a nice breeze in the middle of the day. Usually the place is not open at that time, so it's a different hour, but there's a nice breeze. And we just enjoyed making all of our sangria. See? Plus they give you so an actual certificate that says you have an honorary degree in sangria. And I was and like- And I'm disappointed and it's it's not framed behind you to be I'm completely sorry. honest. <laughs> I don't know where it is. The funniest part, my dad came, it was me, my dad and my cousin. My dad is so funny because when we signed up for the class, I, I did it with touring plans. They didn't give my dad a name. He was just like, he was named like Mr. Vinton. So his certificate said Mr. on it. And we leave the class and I was like, dad, where's your certificate? He's like, I already threw it out. <laughs> He's like, it just said Mr. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Codename Mr. Vinton. <laughs> My God. But it's That's a fun amazing. class. It's definitely not super personal, but it's a fun time at Three Bridges. But I love an evening at Three Bridges, just looking out at Coronado Springs and how beautiful it is and taking it all in and drinking some sangria. You can't go wrong with it. And honestly, a resort, any resort that you could literally go to three quality lounges yeah because three bridges is a lounge now um <laughs> is is awesome officially so you can you can make it's official you're officially a lounge i mean that's an amazing thing that you okay. can do in one place yeah you can do like a bar hop yes. within a resort yep. yep that's why i always tell people to my adult friends that are going to disney for the first time that don't have kids they're like where should i stay i tell them coronado springs every single time because it has those three aspects it does have a convention center, so usually it's business travelers there. It's, I would say, le even though the pool is, like, super nice and has yeah. a giant pyramid, like, the pool is made for children. Again, gives me, totally gives me vibes of a deluxe resort. But it is a good place. I always say, all my people that are traveling that are, are you know, single adult travelers or, like, without children, stay at Coronado Springs. You will not run out of evening activity. I will say my only downfall is everything closes by midnight. Come on. Yeah. Just let me go a little later. If I'm in the parks watching the fireworks till late, that's the only downfall with every I, single place. But, you know. No, I actually think the downfall here is that things, there really is not much to do before four, four o'clock. Agreed. And I think that's my only downfall is the way that we're going to vacation now is going to be completely different. But the way that we did vacation, like sometimes we'd go back to the resort in the middle of the day. And the only thing we could really do was go to the pool. Yeah. You know, it would be so nice to go up to Dahlia Lounge and grab a, you know, grab a cocktail up there, but they're not even open. Yes. So that's my only, that's my only thing. But if you're showing up there after four o'clock, you're going to have a great time until like, midnight. <laughs> could you just be open 24 hours? Okay, thanks. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Is that too much to ask for? No. Okay, so let's move on from Bethany's favorite moderate resort to Bella and I's favorite moderate resort, which is Port Orleans, specifically French Quarter. French Quarter is better. French Quarter, absolutely. It's better. Now this is turning into a resort episode. <laughs> but the reason it's better is because of the size, number one. There's only seven buildings in yeah. the whole place. There's seven buildings and there's one bus stop. Like, mm -hmm. come on. Compared to Riverside, which is two Massive. different sections, there's the Bayou and then there's Magnolia Bend. 
and there's mm-hmm. five bus stops, I want to say. Yeah, something Four crazy. or five. And French Quarter is quaint. It is charming. It is top tier. Top tier. And the home of a great lounge that we've drank at together. Yes. The Scat Cats Club. The Scat Cats Club Lounge. That is a mouthful. Um, also, the home to one of my favorite snacks in Disney. It's a beignet, but it's, it's a beignet. It's the Baton Rouge beignet. <laughs> Boozy and bougie beignets over at Scat Cats Club. Yes. We said food would be a big thing. And if you want a beignet, they have beignet options here. Like good beignets too. Yes, very good. And I, I, I but the boozy ones, the Baton Rouge ones take the cake, honestly. Yes. They take the beignet. They really yes. do. They do. Two beignets jazzed up with your choice of either Bailey's Irish Cream, Kahlua, or Rum Chata. They're hot, they're fresh, covered in powdered sugar, and they come with literally a syringe of booze that you can inject into the beignet yourself. Yes. Or just take and- the shot and then eat the, the beignet. <laughs> I mean, that too. Gisella, we see how you preferably like to do it. Yeah, I don't. I like my beignets how they are, just as a beignet. You know, I would take the shot and then have and then have a bite. That's how I would do it. Or I like mean, wash it down, you know. Yeah. With straight Bailey's. Hey, Bailey's is delicious. Bailey's is delicious. It is. I feel like all the liquor choices there are actually really good. That you could easily sip that on its own, and it's not a big deal. Yes. But I will say, when that beignet is hot, that beignet will absorb the liquor and it just is infused and delicious and a mess <laughs> it is an absolute like nightmare to eat i will say that yes. they get a like negative four out of ten for how it is to eat them because either that happens or if you let them cool too much it does not absorb as easily when it is as hot as it is yes and it'll just all leak out the bottom and then you'll be dipping your beignet into the bottom of the bowl to try to soak up the liquor so it is definitely not easy to eat so bella actually probably has the right idea and we're doing it wrong but but actually though when you just said dipping it that's actually also not a bad idea because if you don't want alcohol they do have dips that like you could get for your beignets so it's kind of same concept you know put the shot at the bottom of the bowl and dip your beignet in so that everybody has a little bit of uh, something special. Yeah. Yes. See? A little you something know, special. You know, maybe you guys can tell us what your favorite way is to eat them. <laughs> Correct. Because there's various ways. There are. There apparently. Is. They're not Mickey shaped. No, yeah, they're, they're classic. Not they're classic square. Like oh, no, shaped. all of them are, right? What? No, no, no. The, the, the regular boozy, ones, the boozy, boozy ones, ones are, are not, not Mickey shaped. shaped. Well, yeah. it's because they're for adults. You know, they're like, oh, we don't want to confuse... The yeah. little kid running up being like, Mickey Beignet, yeah. it's for me. Yeah. <laughs> it is for I bet it actually probably does have something to do with that, too, though. Probably. Because what Mickey-shaped thing has alcohol in it that you can name off the top of your head? I feel like it easily could be a thing that they don't do Mickey-shaped things that contain alcohol. Probably not. Scat Cat Club is a great place to go. It's right when you walk into the lobby of Port Orleans, a French Quarter, right to the left. It's tucked in the back little corner. And three nights a week so friday saturday and sunday they have live jazz music which is awesome amazing like the best way to unwind after a day in the parks honestly and it's really like it's a tiny bar lounge Mm -hmm. so you're getting a nice intimate atmosphere and i do think because it's a smaller resort there's not it's not going to be incredibly crowded you know i've been to this one and then also the lounge over at riverside and the one at riverside gets which we'll get to but it gets crowded Bonkers. Yeah, really crowded. This one I think is a little bit more low key. It and, is. And, you know. It's a little darker. It's a, like, yeah, it's a little yeah. darker. It's a little more jazz clubby vibe for yes. sure. Tinier, but high ceilings where it doesn't feel like cramped, like you're stuffed in there. It is spacious yet small. Right, yes. exactly. Like a small area where there's not that many seats, I would say. There's not as many yeah. tables as like maybe no, there is, another lounge. No, there is but... bar. There is a bar with bar seating, and then there are a couple like two, three, four seaters kind of scattered throughout. And then, of course, yeah. like a little stage where yes. the jazz is. Yeah, and if you like beignets, though, it is a good stop because they do have more options than just the bougie beignets. But whatever. <laughs> Leave it. <laughs> I don't know at this point. They have a Scat Cats beignet trio of Mickey-shaped ones, which one comes with red pepper jelly, one comes with pimento cheese, and one comes with green goddess dressing, and they're dusted with powdered sugar. Interesting. And I know they have a beignet po'boy as well, an oyster po'boy, right? This is on my list for next time we go, because 
I am all about that red pepper jelly. I really think that that's going to be delicious and I have to try it. Well, I agree with you because the other thing that's on the menu here is the Mardi Gras fritters, which I actually didn't have them here, but they make them at Boat Rights over at Riverside. They are phenomenal. And that pepper jelly made them. That pepper jelly is phenomenal. It is a good pepper jelly. Mm, I can't wait. Also like here for savory beignets. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Here for it. It's a moment for us savory people. It mm -hmm. is. It is. I don't know about the powdered sugar. No, I think, I think, I think it'll work. I yeah. think it will work with all but the green goddess. The green goddess to me is a little a little out there, but I'll try it. Yeah. Well, and we'll I will see. say. We will get back to you. Yeah, I will say the drink menu here, though, is like very southern tropical based. The Southern Hurricane was the number one recommended drink, and that's dark rum, silver rum, tropical juices with a float of southern comfort. So it's like comforting tropical vibes, but jazzy bit. It's it's a fun time. I really do enjoy uh, Scat Cats Club. Absolutely. And they do have some great cocktails. Like they have a great Sazerac here. So they mm -hmm. have some like classic prohibition style cocktails, which are delicious. So it's a, it's a good time. It's a little more chill vibe than Riverside, which we'll get to. But honestly, it's why I prefer it. Yeah. Yep. Agreed. But the beautiful thing is we can take a beautiful little walking path from French Quarter right under the little bridge, right along the river to the Riverside. Sasagula floats, yes. When I was doing the research for this episode, I put this in our show notes uh, for us. I did not know that the Imagineers have built an entire story around Port Orleans and the entire background. Like, it literally has an entire backdrop of when it was founded in the 1700s, even though obviously it was built in the 90s. And it goes into this whole thing, but the bar here is located right off the main lobby as well. It's a little more open to the outdoor areas. So if you're walking down like the hallway to the dining or whatever, you will hear whatever's happening there. But it says it started off when the, the general store decided to make extra money selling drinks to patrons. And the lounge is not heavily themed. Many examples of shipbuilding are present, as well as hints of Riverside is a major trading hub. Which I think is like so crazy that this is such a deep resort that actually has an entire story to it. That is amazing. I had no idea. But, I didn't either. But now that you say it, it mm -hmm. makes total sense. I mean, what's the big thing that you see when you walk in to the front of the resort? You see the big, the big wheel, the big water yeah. wheel turning. Like, you mm -hmm. know, all the, it's very industrious and kind of gives that really riverboat vibe for yes. sure. But another great bar that I think what sets the Port Orleans apart from other resorts is live music again. Because yes. we got... Yeehaw, Bob Jackson every Wednesday through Saturday. What a celebrity, honestly. It, he like, is, though. People come to this resort to watch him. Yes. Yes. I read when he made his return from COVID that he wasn't on until 8.30 that night. People started staking their tables out at 10 a.m. Wow. wow. That is the dedicated fan base that this man has. And it's, it's so great with audience participation. Very happy-go-lucky. But no, I... They, they made such a big deal of it because he didn't, he made his return on the main stage of one of the expos that they have at the Contemporary. Mm -hmm. And he kind of came out as a surprise. So many people did videos of it and the place erupted when yeah. he walked out on stage. People love him. He's quite entertaining. So if you ever have the opportunity, go Wednesday through Saturday and, and watch him. It's absolutely it. absolutely i don't even care what's on the rest of this menu just go to watch him like no joke <laughs> <laughs> yes but bethany you ate at boat rights and bell and i have eaten at boat rights before and i think it is i mean i don't think it's going to make the list of like the most amazing restaurants in disney but no. it is a solid option it is. It is. for a moderate resort restaurant it is a solid option and you can get some really good things from boat rights yes. in the lounge which Correct. is a great hack Yes, including those pomento cheese things. The Mardi Gras fritters, pomento cheese yes. fritters with pepper jelly. You could get them here as well. There's a lot of crossover. One thing that I saw on the menu and I was like, I want that is the loaded potato puffs. It's crispy potato barrels, so tater tots. Disney, just call them tater tots. Is tater tots <laughs> like trademarked or something? Like, why don't we call them tater tots? I know. Is it like one of those brand things like Q-tip you know, or yeah, Band-Aid? Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> I wonder. Where, but it might be with pulled pork and beer cheese. And that sounds phenomenal. Amazing. And we're gonna need to try those next time. Amazing. But my ultimate hack, so it has the same drink menu as uh, Scat Cats Club. Same yes. drink menu, same 
like, you know, not the same vibe, but same menu, same food menu. However, over here, you can order any of the desserts from Boatwrights at River Roost, which the banana cream pie bread pudding, which is house-made bread pudding with fresh bananas, uh, a vanilla cream, caramel sauce, and bourbon-soaked golden raisins covered in vanilla ice cream. And it, con it contains alcohol, so you have to be 21 to order it. But that I like better than the pineapple bread pudding because I do love bananas, though. But any dessert from Boatwrights, you can get at the bar. Also, the Mississippi Mud Creme Brulee sounds also Genius. amazing. So Genius. we're go we're going there for dessert and drinks, yes. is what you're saying. Correct. Perfect. And a see Yeehaw Bob Jackson. Yeehaw. Yeehaw. But <laughs> it is, it is, it's a good stop. Again, the live music just absolutely excels this place to next level. Absolutely. But you're definitely looking at something a little more open, a little more rowdy. Mm -hmm. But delicious food options, Gat Cat Club Lounge, you're looking at something a little more chill, a little darker, a little more secluded. So whatever your vibe is, you got options, but you got delicious drinks, you got delicious food of both. And is the food game as strong here as it is at Coronado? Probably no. not. No. But it's quaint. However. However, it's quaint. That it's banana lovely. cream pie bread pudding. Why is that such a mouthful? Is absolutely phenomenal. See? It's a gem. This resort is a gem. Yeah. It's such a great resort where you don't feel like you're staying at a Disney resort. It's so set back and off the beaten path that you really do feel like you're on some type of other getaway. Absolutely. And the only you, you're, the only way you're directly tied to Disney is that you get a great boat from mm -hmm. both Riverside and French Quarter to Springs. Amazing. A lovely boat ride, to be completely honest. Really lovely. Uh -huh. But this is one that if ever French Quarter is available, I'm booking it. Yeah. Every Agreed. time. I love French Quarter. Love it. So if you haven't stayed there, add it to your list. The mm -hmm. rooms are you know, generally the same price, like you're looking at kind of a, this, it doesn't really, some resorts I feel like get ridiculously high and sometimes they get low. French Quarter is pretty solid, the yes. same price all the time. So for better or worse, it is what it is, but you're looking like, you know, high 200s for a room, mm -hmm. depending on if you want to get like a river view, which is actually really lovely. We recommend it, but the corner room river view there is like my ultimate, yeah. ultimate room. You can't go wrong with anything there, though. No, you can't. And it's always like such a short walk to the lobby, no matter where you are at French Quarter. That that's why I love it so much. Absolutely. One final stop, and we're gonna briefly talk about this one. Heading over to the cabins at Fort Wilderness, which is technically a moderate resort, and to Crockett's Tavern, which is essentially almost right on the water. It's right next to Pioneer Hall, where the Hoop Dee Doo is, and that is my go-to stop every time before I go to the hoop-de-doo. I like to arrive 45 minutes to an hour before showtime. They have a few rocking chairs out on the patio. They have a nice covered porch and I will grab, because they obviously Crockett's Tavern, they specialize in what? Moonshine. moonshine. And I will grab a moonshine drink and sit in that rocking chair and wait for my table to be ready at the hoop-de-doo. And it's worth it every single time. I love the Gully Whomper. It is White Lightning Old Smoky with peach schnapps, pineapple juice, and cranberry juice. Always good. And if you are a fan of the Blackberry Moonshine Sour in Epcot, you'll like the Blackberry Lightning here. It's Old Smoky with Minute Maid, Lemonade, and fresh blackberries. So just a nice little stop every time. Would I like specifically go over there just to go to Crockett's? Probably not, but it's a great stop before the hoop-de-doo. Plus you can, I didn't know this until last time, did you know, and I think I told you this, but did you know that the boats are the only thing you can drink on, on Disney transportation? So we got a moonshine to go and we were able to drink on the boat headed over to Magic Kingdom. That, that's huge news. I just feel like next time I just need a sailing cruise where I just grab my cocktail and sail around like, you know, Seven that whole Seven Seas Lagoon. Area. Oh my yeah. God, absolutely. Absolutely. That's just lovely. I wonder... You know, if you could get, if that, I mean, I guess that works too for like Steakhouse 71 Lounge. Like if you go in and get like a cocktail to go and then you uh -huh. can go We could or do the poly? A, a Seven Seas bar float, you know, something. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I like this. We could hit Geyser Point. Yep. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. The seven, seven Seas bar float. Yeah, I like that. Let's, let's make this a thing. Okay. 
Okay. Done. <laughs> but honestly, I literally didn't know that this existed. Yeah. But, you know, it's a nice little stop to grab. They have some other treats, too. Like, there is an indoor area. I've never sat indoors there. I always just grab a rocking chair and just enjoy all aspects of the campground. But it's a good stop. It's giving Especially me, like... Especially if you're going to hoop doo It's giving me, like, boozy Cracker Barrel vibes. But I'm yes. here for it. Correct. Here for it. <laughs> Love it. But we did it. All right, we we did hit it. all of our resorts. We did. So we do have a voice message. Only 10 seconds, though. So I don't know if this is like, maybe it's just a fast, like, hot take. It's like, yeah. bam, we'll see. Um, Get your point across. I like it. I like it. All right, but let's take a listen. When I go down to Walt Disney World, I absolutely skip Magic Kingdom. For me, it is totally skippable because I have no children. Mm-hmm. Okay, but. Correct. <laughs> yeah, well, well, and it's because, yes. Now, I will say, just because you don't, you could also be pregnant and still like Magic Kingdom. Because I will say, when I was pregnant. Pregnant Bella. Yeah. Pregnant does. Bella. Enjoy Magic Kingdom because no one was drinking alcohol there unless they were going to a restaurant. <laughs> and and I could do almost all the rides. So, yes. if you have a baby or if you're pregnant, Magic Kingdom definitely is for you. I shouldn't say baby, kids in general. But I don't necessarily disagree. I I had eight days there, and I only went to Magic Kingdom once. That's the real tea on this last trip. I went to Magic Kingdom once. Technically twice, because I did hop over there after the hoopty doo but it was so crowded, and, like, the lines for Genie Plus were absolutely ridiculous that I was just like, all right, let's call it a night. But I only went one day. I think this brings up why do you go to Magic Kingdom? You know what I mean? In mm-hmm. I go for nostalgia. 100%. Yes. That's why Agreed. I go to Magic Kingdom. And I feel like that would be the only thing I would struggle with is like, and do, you know, we're in a, at a point where we've been to Disney so many times and it's, you know, it, it's wonderful that we've gone to Disney so much that I feel like I would be okay not going. Yeah. But if I didn't go to Disney as much, I feel like I would need to hit that park every time just to Agreed. get that, check that little nostalgia part like off my list. Agreed. Go on Haunted Mansion, see the castle. Yeah. Grab a grab a good snack and go. Like I don't yeah, need I mean, to come hang. on, spring roll. But right. yeah. <laughs> I, I think for me, I I feel like it's a Disney trip. Kind of once I go there. And I don't have to be there for very long. I just like going just in kind of hearing the, the music. Yeah. Walking like, down Main Street. Yeah. Exactly. I, I need to get the vibe of that park. Yes. And I will say the other, my other thing that makes me not love visiting Magic Kingdom as much is we've had a car recently and oh. getting oh. from the TTC to Magic Kingdom is an utter nightmare. Absolute nightmare. Tack on before and after at least an additional 45 minutes. Absolutely. I, I mean, get Walt's idea, but horribly executed. Horrible. That's why a minivan is the only way to go. To Thank God Kingdom. they're back. Thank because God. Drops you right off. Yep, that's literally the only way. But I, I don't disagree with her. I get it. I get mm-hmm. it. I would say that I, I would say that I don't agree, but I understand. Me personally, yeah. I don't agree, but I totally understand. Yeah. I still need to walk through those gates for it to and feel like a sec- Disney trip to me. The second they close down Splash Mountain for the remodel to Tiana's, I have no reason to go there. That's my ride. Yeah, that's true. I would feel the same way if it was Haunted Mansion, to be completely yeah. honest. Because I'm like, space, don't love it. It's a little rough for my liking. Yes, I get it. So. I mean, but you know. Tron, we'll have Tron. That's true. Oh, yeah, we, we will, will let, whenever that opens. Yeah. That will be a game changer for adultifying it it Magic will. Kingdom. Here's what I think we should do. This is a good hot take, but here's what I think we should do. We should do something else. We should add on to this. I think we should each say the day that Tron will open. What is your guess? December 1st. You think this year? Uh-huh. That's my guess, too. It's December 1st. You better take a new guess, Colin. Oh, <laughs> you were first. It, it will definitely be after Thanksgiving. Because Are we doing gonna... prices right rules? Can I say December 2nd and I'd still win if I'm closer? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I think I'm going to be right with December 1st. <laughs> open to the, you mean open to the public, not the yes, soft launches? Like, like open opening day. To ride. Okay, you said yes. December 1st. Oh, that's my answer. Okay, let me find another answer. Because they were testing the train last time I was on the People Mover. So at the yes. end of June. They're testing so, the launches. They're doing the lights. Right. On the canopy. So you have to be getting closer. You do. I think it's going to be October. October? Ooh. What, here's day? My logic. what day? Here's my logic. What day? I think they're going to do. Okay, fine. I'll give you a date. Um, we need a date. 
Um, what are you, Disney World, opening okay. this summer? No, October, I need a date. Summer. Yeah. October 20th. I don't know. Okay. Um, <laughs> I was actually thinking it wouldn't be before Thanksgiving and Christmas because it's just so crazy at that point. I'm think. Are we thinking like this is the soft opening? No, like no, no, gonna, no. Oh, this opening is like day. opening day. Yeah. I think. I, I think October. I think you make an excellent point, though, that actually thinking about it logically, but is Disney doing this? Because, yes, technically the 50th last 18 months or whatever. However, after a year, it's gonna, Disney will be 51 on October 1st. So yep, exactly. I can see them needing something else. So, Bella, you might be right with this yeah. one. It could even be October 1st, you know? Yeah. They could just be Are like... You changing your date? No, no, no. I'm going to stick with October 20th. But but it's like but, the price is but right. But if it so is October 1st, she's going to be like, that is what I said. Yeah. <laughs> but but it's, no, it's like the price is right. So like, if it's after, I'm I'm out, even though it could be closer to me. You see what is I'm saying? Is that how we're going to do it? Okay, I think that's, that's how we should do it. Mm -hmm. So. Okay. So if it's after October 20th, then I'm wrong. <laughs> the rules are, yeah. we make up the rules. Those are the rules. Exactly. I, I also, Bella, I have another nod to you to think you're right, because think about how little has happened and now how much is happening mm -hmm. with Tron. It was like mm -hmm. nothing, 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 nothing. All of a sudden it's like trains, lights, everything. Like it's yeah. like, let's go. So part of me is like, are they pushing it to get it open during the year? And to that I say, do you actually have a date call that you think it's going to open? Well, you stole my date, so I have to come up with a new date. Um, mm -hmm. I will say, oh God, I'm gonna say December second. Okay. Just because Fine. you really are sticking to this December, huh? I really think it's December because uh, I can see it. No, I can see it. I do. I do think it's December. When as much as I would love open? for it. What? When did Ratatouille open? Ratatouille opened on October first. Oh, oh, was it? Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. Well, see, I'm just saying. <laughs> what do you um, think? Then? What do you the think? other question is, when do we think the train's going to reopen? Oh, God, I hope soon. I think literally I want him to go on it. The, same, I the same day. Actually, no. Do you think we'll open before Tron opens? Yes. I think it'll oh, open before uh, Tron. October 1st. Yeah. <laughs> I think, no, no, no. I think, I think it'll be some point in August the train will open. August? I do. At some point in August. Like, gonna, end of think, August. Labor Day weekend, even. They're going to hype that train opening. They're going to hype they it will, so much. They were testing that, that east or the west side of the park i guess it's the west side of the park they were yeah. testing the train months ago and i know they lay, they were laying track so i'm assuming the track's down again so i'm gonna say i'm gonna say september 1st though for the train opening september yeah. 1st I'll, like I'll labor day weekend our... whatever labor day yeah, is i take I back september 1st i do think labor day weekend as well friday yeah. that friday yep i agree with you okay because i think they're gonna need something for that weekend mm -hmm. you know because all those people are gonna be there yep and then we'll be there the following week and we'll go on it. Perfect. Speaking it into existence. Um, we'll see if our predictions come true. That's true. So we have predictions for Tron. We have predictions for the train, the Tron and yeah. the train. So that's it for this week's episode. Be sure to follow us on all of our social media, subscribe to Patreon, take a minute to rate our show on iTunes. And for Bella and Bethany and Mr. Finn, Finn this is Colin and we will see you next time. <laughs>